Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Morning. I'm Jenna. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky. We create our luck. We create our luck with our beliefs and how we show up. Do you believe? I believe, of course. And believing in luck creates that luck. Is that what <laughs> what you, you look for is what you find. I, I truly believe that. And if you look for the good in the world, if you look for the good in other people, if you look for the good in your circumstances, if you look for the good in God. Yeah, it's funny because I was just reading uh, something. It was a story about people looking for gold or looking for dirt. So are you looking for the gold in the mountain or are you looking for the dirt that makes up the mountain? So the gold Ooh. is the value. And you can all, you'll always find I'm value in people gold. when you look for the value in people. I'm digging for gold in people. And I'm always, digging for gold in myself. <laughs> You'll always find, me too. <laughs> no, just kidding. You'll always find value in your circumstances. You'll always find value in your experiences. And you can get, you can mine that ore of value for whatever mine. you want. Mine. Did you see that? He just, he just did a dad joke there. Yeah. All right. Well, Jason, take the lead. I know we're talking about so looking within. Inside so talk about out. mining for gold within yourself. Inside out. Out. My whole thought is, is we spend a lot of energy trying to, or especially guys, fixing what's around us and a lot of energy worried about the things that are happening around us in the outside world. Mm -hmm. And we spend very little time reflecting inside. Okay. I think you're an exception to that rule though. Now. Jason spends a lot of time with his feelings. But in the... In my earlier life, right up until eight years ago, eight, 10 years ago, I was, <laughs> she's getting into it. She's looking within. <laughs> but eight, up until eight, eight or 10 years ago, everything outside either excited me, frustrated me. It was very, yeah. I wanted to control things. I wanted to fix things. Yeah. Try and sitting was, with Jason in traffic. And he's it was like, a nightmare. crazy. And if people were trying to drive slow around me. No, <laughs> not acceptable, <laughs> but it's not about that. So traffic is going to be the same or different wherever you are. It's about how you perceive it and what you're and telling how yourself you react. in your mind, what's going on. So what you're really saying is we can't control our circumstances. We can control how we perceive it, how we act into it and the decisions that we make around it. We can only control the way we react. Hello, Marilyn. Hello, Julian. And hey, what's up, Sheila? Yeah. So if we, if we just, I feel like we've had this discussion before. I, In fact, I feel like we have it almost daily. It's, <laughs> it's so important to living lucky. It's because a lot of times we're not, we spend so much energy externally. Mm-hmm. We could spend a quarter of that just inside. I mean, here's, we're a small. Here's what's so, here's the rub on that. And people don't like to hear this. I love but the rub. <laughs> if someone drives you crazy, like if someone really irks your chain, and and I'm only bringing this up because someone really irked my patoot this week. I mean, they really irked my patoot. And when I really stop 
and analyze it, everything that drives me absolute crazy about this person is a reflection of myself. And it's called my shadow self. It's a Carl Jung, who is a psychoanalyst all the way back from Freudian days. I mean, we're talking the the 19th. Yeah, if you're going to Google it, Google Carl Jung. Jung. It's <laughs> but it's Carl, Carl Jung. It's Carl, yeah, it's spelled J-U-N-G. And he talks about our shadow self. And it's the parts of ourselves. It's the parts of our personality that we hide. It's we behind think, what we show. That's not me. That's the opposite of me. It's even behind what we show to ourselves. But we all have the opposite. And so things in others that we really dislike, really dislike. I mean, when I say this person, <laughs> I thought this person was being so patronizing. And this is the same exact scenario that you pointed out to me when I would come home several years ago, many years ago, and in different areas of my life going just fuming <laughs> about specific people that I had to deal with either on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Yeah, she she was said, a, wasn't me. Wasn't I didn't me. touch any patoots. <laughs> I stay away from patoots. I didn't hurt anybody's patoot this week. <laughs> no, it wasn't you, Sheila. <laughs> you are definitely safe. <laughs> yeah. And it's, we're seeing something in those people. Yes. That we should work on in ourselves, make either make better in ourselves or eliminate. From There's ourselves. a saying mm-hmm. in the life coaching world, you spot it, you got it. Mm. <laughs> you spot it, you got it. And it's so funny because, you know, we can always see things that are, it's easier to see other people's problems <laughs> than it is to see our own. Sometimes we have blind spots when it comes to ourselves. And what's really even more crazy or crazier is that when we spot something in other people, it's usually because we either are experiencing it right now or we have experienced it in the past. And it brings up that emotion again. Yes. And then when it comes to like what I've experienced this past week, when there's something that I really just dislike and I mean it it brings something out inside of me that I'm like I do not want to come across like this person is coming across and and the way this person treated me that is not me (laughs) and I will never I will never where has it been you right (laughs) then I ask myself that where have I treated others the way I feel like I almost, I almost, I almost said whether it was a female or male. (laughs) I don't know if you just, if you just heard that little syllable come out of my mouth. Yes. I almost revealed that, but where have I treated others like this? And then I go, Oh, Jana. But I I do think in a lot of the instances yes. that women find themselves reacting that way to women mm-hmm. and men find themselves reacting that way to men mm-hmm. because that side of ourselves is a, there's going to be a lot of that in our shadow self. 
So we're going to, we're going to recognize Maybe that. it's shame that's coming up. Like I know that I've treated somebody like that in my past and I feel very, very badly about it or shameful about it. And, repre- and it's repressed. Yeah. Because you're so far along now. Yeah. But it's, it's, but I do know that, it, I mean, it is, it, there, there's an, a, there is a visceral response in me and yet my i i am actually experiencing my ego coming up and i am trying to tell myself okay jana drop the ego you have nothing to Push prove right you have nothing to prove Stuff the ego there's in the purse. no reason why you need to point it out yeah. to this person that they are being like this because just walk away even though i don't walk <laughs> Roll away. <laughs> Just roll away. Roll, roll the roll. Roll the roll. I'm not rolling off somebody's back. Roll right across someone's back. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're right, Jason. I, I do feel that so many times it really is about changing what's – it's changing our inner selves. Well, and, and we spend a lot of energy – Trying to change other people. We, we've heard it for thousands of years. Yes. So in literature and Marcus Aurelius says, if something I'm pains so impressed you, you said his name. So with such ease, like it just rolled off your tongue. I can I'm never just, say his name. Uh, plethora you're, of Greek and, and Roman mythology and Sheila and, uh, says you're, you're a steamroller. Yeah, I am. Or maybe she was referring to me. Yeah, you're a steamroller. She's steamy. Look how hot she looks this morning. Okay, go ahead. Marcus Aurelius says, if something externally pains you or bothers you, Mm -hmm. it's not the thing itself, but the the way you're perceiving it, the way you're, the meaning you're putting behind it. And you have the power to revoke that meaning and to revoke the way that's, you're, you're thinking about it at any time. And you have, the only way to do that is to examine the perspective internally that you're viewing it from. So that that's the start. What Dr. Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And, and that is and true. The world I would agree with that. It's not that everything around you is physically changing, but your perspective of it and your understanding of it changes. So what about if there is something that is an injustice though? So then that is where I I feel like this philosophy is sometimes the more, the more people I think that get involved with personal change. So hurt people, hurt people. Right. So if we can get people to realize that when we went through our journey, Mm -hmm. we literally, which we're still going through. I mean, it's, it's a constant thing, I think, but we examined our past to see exactly where we were winning, where we were felt like we were losing and figured out exactly what was going on in our lives in each of those moments. Right. And like what the highs were all about, what the lows were all about. We did and also recognize that when you look back, you can see everything very linear, linearly. That so is true. That's why hindsight's 2020, because you can actually trace your footsteps, trace your decision-making, trace everything back to exactly where you are. Like you can trace everything back to why you clicked um, watch right now. And you're sitting here with us and hopefully you're smiling and enjoying this. Yes. It is no accident that you are here. I, I believe that we have an appointment 
that we are to have this conversation here together. Marilyn says, I don't like it when people patronize me either. That is something that we have in common. It is. I don't well, know no why. I don't, I don't like to feel like people are talking down to me. That is something I just really do not like. But when you realize that you have taken all the footsteps to get to where you are, then you realize that you can make any footsteps to get to where you want to be. So if, if you realize and that, that's confidence. that you've gotten where you are and your view of the world has changed to be something disillusioned or ugly or angry, however you feel inside, you, you can probably tra trace that back to when you were a child, you didn't feel that way. Or there were times when you didn't feel that way. So, and you also steps? have the ability to clean it off clean and it off. change that view to light and love just like, and hope. Yeah. And just like you tell me, Hey, don't push your feelings away, mm -hmm. process them, see what they're telling you, where they're coming from. And then you get to kind of grow into the next experience. Right. And you get to actually make new, yeah. get a new perspective, get a new decision-making capability, and then take new and improved actions because the actions result in the results that you get. And then those results lead back into the meaning that you put on life. Sheila says, you both are so important in my life. Well, thank you. The feeling is mutual. Thank you, Sheila. We love you. Ryan Stoffer. Well, hello. Good morning, sir. Ryan, I would love to have a conversation with you about all of your mission work because Jason and I may be able to team up with you. We've been delivering wheelchairs all over the world and the world. We would love to come over to where you are and and maybe we might be able to do a wheelchair delivery there. And then I could see my old, not old. They're so old. Former roommate, <laughs> Lore. Oh, Lore. Lore, yes. Time. Who just had a profound impact on me in college. So that would be so great. All right. Well, great discussion, Jason. Thank so, you. Thank you for that. I felt like it was a little deep this morning, but I... I really enjoyed it. All right, go wipe your shoes off. <laughs> wipe, wipe your knickers off if you got any on those. That's knickers? A, that's who, for our UK people. Who uses that language? Hey, we're getting a lot of uh, traction in Europe. Oh, I know. Tell them. Our podcast now has hit how many countries? We're, we've hit 50 countries. So we added a new country. We were at 49 uh, two weeks ago. We added a new country. We we're trying to add as many countries as possible. Hopefully, it's translating. <laughs> so, and if it's not, I want to kind of feel that and see what that means and how we can make that translation happen because uh, this is literally about deciding to live lucky and changing our, our mindset as the world's not out to get us living lucky is about believing yeah. i just want to make that very clear it's about believing and feeling grateful feeling hopeful and seeing new possibilities. That is what living lucky is all about. It is co-creating with God. And when you feel lucky, you have the courage to step into those new opportunities and maximize on them. I know that we were speaking at a corporation and I said, what does lucky mean to you? And one guy said, it means I'm about to have a pleasurable experience. He was referring <laughs> and to, I uh, thought, Oh, that, that's not a, just dinner and a movie. Yeah, that's a different connotation on <laughs> yeah. the word Go that I HR. hadn't thought of. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great day, and we will be back tomorrow. Bye bye. Good luck.
If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.